Hey, it's your girl Kay. And it's your girl Tosh. We back at it again. And today we're going to be talking about the four types of love. We breaking it down. We talked about it a little bit in the other podcast, but we actually going to break it down today. So the first one is storage. S-T-O-R-G-E, which is an empathy bond. And the empathy definition um is to to feel deeply or to sense things deeply or deeper than others um and i think i touched on that a little bit um explaining my experience of being empathetic as time went on didn't know what empathy was in the beginning but um as I got older, I started doing more research on feelings and emotions. A lot of the times we are told we have emotions, we have feelings, but we don't really um, go into go in depth or go into detail in regards um, to our feelings and what they are. They just say that um, we, you know, we have feelings. Um, and... Um, it's unfortunate that we don't go into stuff like that because that should be something that's taught in school. I, I mean, some people might teach emotions and feelings, but um, I know in my instance or my experience, um, that wasn't something we talked about. We talked about almost everything else <laughs> in regards to um, being or uh, interacting with other people, but feelings breaking it down what does it mean no i can't really i can't recall can you recall (laughs) i think it's too is is it trauma bonding so like when you have this level of empathy is it like i feel we feel i feel sorry for you almost like Mm -hmm. we're we're basically we're bonded because it's more so that a sympathy bond so that means that is conditional like we can't go through life together and we can't go through different situations together because we are literally glued together because of this one thing like this trauma so when i level up and i secure the bag and when i do and reach and go outside of the box this relationship no longer fits me it's limited Mm -hmm. so talk about like limitations so like how can a person identify if this is a sympathy love or this like a real love do we search ourselves first or like paint the picture for the viewers um i think that a lot of people don't want to search internally first and therefore that causes a issue with being partnered up with the next person because it's like, you know, how can you be in touch or in tune with something that you haven't even determined or discovered internally for yourself? <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, a lot of people don't want to face themselves. And um, I know this is, has been a repetitious thing, but it's the truth. Like, And I feel like when a lot of people do that and they unpack and they really look at themselves and look at the cold, hard truth of themselves then they won't trauma bond or they won't um, look at it as a sympathetic thing. It'll be more of a thing of, okay, this is love. This is real. This is logic. This is spiritual. This is lust. 
this is sexual, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I think all of that will be broken down, and it'll be easier to determine if you look at yourself first and break down the different roots as to why you do things and why you connect with people deeply. <laughs> I agree. Like, I think it's unpacking the why factor in that particular relationship. And we're not just even talking about romantic relationships. We're talking about relationships in general. Like, how does this, who do I become? I think we were just talking about that. Who do I Mm -hmm. become in your presence? What do I become being connected to you? And I think we never take the time to actually desire relationships where I actually can flourish in them. I think a lot of relationships are built on this trauma bond or mission based. Like as long as we have this mission, we can we can fly together. But then what if you get tired of that vision and you, your mindset shift and you need different things in your relationships? Like you, mm. you feel you're, you're at a deficit because you don't have that thing to even move forward. Imagine your life just being like in this holding pattern and it's like how do i i know i want to move forward but how do i move forward and i'm glad you asked first step is actually identifying self like i we talk about that we've been talking about that we've been talking about that we've been talking about that identify self and i think when you identify self you understand what are your triggers and, and different things about yourself and i think step two would be do you to ask yourself, do you actually want relationships that are future-based? I think I, I did a test, and it basically it was like a personality test, and there are different characteristic tests, and it taught me about self because I think that it's important to know you far as your your character traits. Like, what kind of person are you? Are you like a futuristic person, or are you like I just like to live in this moment because sometimes the two can't coexist and i think that sometimes it can if it's conducive to your next but it's important for you to identify different characters in yourself Mm. and i think um we just never we just really never talk we really aren't really good with relationships if we just be honest we really we really suck at relationships (laughs) we like (laughs) i think that we gotta we gotta like we really gotta do self-work like this takes some real you get to study yourself and i think that some people don't even like to sit with their self long enough to actually study that's why we have so many busybodies. everybody want to do this everybody want to open a business everybody want to connect with the next hot and popping thing but you don't even think you you popping enough to even connect with somebody like it's just it's just crazy mm, to me. I think it's big. it's important for you to actually just slow the pace down and really self-evaluate. So what you think about that? I think patience is truly a virtue. Like, mm. And when you ask for patience or you ask to um, go through the process, people have this ideology that going through the process is going to be... Um, like overnight like i'm gonna i'm going to get in this relationship it's gonna be fantastic we're gonna be happy all the time we're gonna get married tomorrow we're gonna have kids the next day like no every single thing takes a process even in family relationships or friendships like you know we've been we've been friends i don't even really use the term best friend but we've been best friends for 17 years and the only 
thing that, you know, gives me that reality or makes it surreal is when somebody asks. Because we just been flowing forever. Like, you know, and it took time to get here. Like, we've had our adversities. We've had our ups and downs. We've had, you know, our our disagreements. But ultimately, we've been on this flow over the years of you growing, I'm going to grow too. You know, we may have a season or a moment to step back, but it's never been a thing of, you know, she's a friend of me, you know, or mm-hmm. we catty or we drama feel like, no, we kind of stay on the same wavelength when it comes to what we going to deal with, what we going to tolerate and what we not. And I think that's why a lot of things do not flow when it comes to relationships in general, because a lot of people don't want to, you know, flow with the process or flow with the wave. They just want things to happen overnight. Like when you're in a relationship with somebody with a partner, it's going to take time for y'all to get to whatever goal or aspiration that y'all trying to get to that moment of success or that relationship where it's just, you know, y'all are comfortable or content with each other. Um, but it's going to be a process. It's not going to happen overnight. Y'all not going to always have happy days. Y'all not going to always have, you know, moments where y'all going to want to be in the same space. Um, but that's okay. Like, as individuals, we are entitled to that. That is all right. Like, um, and like she said, the breakdown of it is, are you okay with yourself? Are you okay with sitting with yourself? Are you okay with analyzing yourself, identifying who you are, and being honest <laughs> with yourself? Like, you know, if every if there are several people telling you things about yourself, are you going to be re- receiving or receptive of it? Or are you going to be like, no, nah, you don't know what you're talking about? Or are you going to be religious or traditional or you know what are how is your um reaction going to happen based off of the action that was given to you or spoken to you like what are you going to do in that moment and that plays a part like um even with being empathetic why why do people why is feeling deeply so important i mean granted i feel like everybody is not empathetic everybody doesn't feel deeply there's a line there's a boundary line with different people when it comes to being empathetic but most people who are empathetic um it's deep for them because they feel deeply and things touch them in a different light in a different way in a different manner so you know, whereas one person may be empathetic and the next person, y'all have to understand the the boundary line and the limits between the two of y'all and what y'all can and can't say and can and can't do. I'm an empathetic person. I would say that she is, but there are levels to empathy. There yeah. are levels to that. I think, too, like, I'm mad emotional. So, like, my emotions go, like, sometimes I could go up and down. And sometimes I have to check my emotions because I can, like paint this picture that actually ha- happened that I felt like happened and maybe didn't necessarily happen. So then I have to communicate. Then I have to talk about it. Then I have to peel back layers. I think that a lot of times we go into war mode when we go into relationships and we like, we using all kind of war tactics and we trying to preserve our heart and, and the it is important to guard your heart to an extent, but I think that it's important too to get your emotions intact. So have a level of empathy, but don't be so overwhelmed with your emotion that you lose sight of the actual 
what you're trying to get communicated to the person. And I think that um, it's just important for there to be comprehension of like what's going what's going on with you and why you feel a why you feel so deeply about something because a lot of times it just brings sometimes it can be triggers like triggers in conversations triggers in relationships and you're like why do I feel so deeply about this one thing or I feel so deeply about this or everything about you just feel I just feel and it's okay to be passionate but don't get so overwhelmed with your emotion and I think like even when you look at boxers they're literally trained to fight without emotion so like you know when you see boxers you see them in a ring and they're trying to get up getting getting each other's skin by just talking mess and saying all kind of stuff just to tick the other person off they tell you to do that to the opposite, but you can't let the, the person, your opponent, actually get to your heart and actually get to your emotion. You have to have like this protective shield. And I think that sometimes we have to bring that energy into relationships so we can have sober responses. Sometimes we respond without actually hearing the other person. I've been guilty of it. I know she's been guilty of it. She might not say it, but she's been guilty. We've all been guilty of it. I think that it's important for us to just take that time and actually even learn how to communicate. And then everybody's different. So your communication style might work for one person and it might not work for the next person. Yeah. And I'm not really filtered. So sometimes I could come across as very... Um, just yeah like i'm just like yeah i'm just gonna get straight to it but everybody just can't take that even though i feel like a lot of people need that which is why we have like this hyper um hyper emotional culture where it's like oh if you say something i'm so offended like okay wait hold up (laughs) like it wasn't even that serious like let's pull let's pull back sis let's pull back bro let's actually have conversation and dialogue so we can unpack some of these things so we actually can have unity it's okay for us to be different but i think that that empathy piece it could be if you're not careful it could kind of be too much and too overwhelming you got to have balance is what i'm saying it's important for you to have balance um definitely important for you to have balance um and not only not only having balance but being able to maintain that balance being able to maintain you know how do i go about this and and do it in a structured or mannerable way to where it doesn't like she said offend anybody um and really knowing what that balance is like what's behind that balance of you know feelings (laughs) since that that's what we're kind of like structuring it around um and not being so uh, n- not being so um emotional um as far as you know whatever the situation may be but also not being too emotionless not <laughs> not being so like uh whatever like it is what it is um that may work for some people and that's cool but don't suppress it or kind of throw stuff off so much and be so nonchalant about it to where it doesn't seem like you care about anything i think that's important yeah um but i mean it's just really trying to feel your way through everything and recognizing that you know you're going to make mistakes through any process um any relationship 
And people have to learn to be forgiving in the midst of that. Like, that's another self-reflection or realization. Like, how how are you going to go about forgiving somebody if they don't have the expectation or the mindset that you would, that you want them to have or, you know, um, if they don't change as expediently as you expect them to? What is going to be your reaction to that? Um, are you going to just feel some type of way, um, hold it in, have a grudge, or are you going to discuss it? Are you going to com- communicate that? As she said, like that, that plays a part too. Um, because a lot of people I feel like are just going around harboring stuff that shouldn't be harbored. <laughs> like, I mean, I can't tell you how to feel obviously, but I feel like if you do, harbor something that you could literally release off your chest that burden off your back then why not discuss it why not talk about it and be willing to receive whatever is said um but a lot of the times the miscommunication causes um misinterpretation and you're you conceive things or perceive things wrong because this is what you've seen it as. Like she was saying, she was giving that example. Like, this is what you've seen it as, but that's not really what it was um, at that time, you know. But if you were feeling some type of way prior to or, you know, you were already on the fence about that person, it can make you feel that way. That can make you feel like, okay, well, I don't want to hear what you're saying because this is how I feel right now. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Um, and that's, I mean, it's, it's a thin line with that. Um, but I still feel like that's a, that's a form of guarding yourself. And at the same time, it could be a hindrance to you if, if you could just merely, you know, let, let go or, you know, forgive that person in that moment at that time. And you've did your part. I was just talking to my cousin, um, and that's something that kind of was a confirmation in, in my spirit about a situation like if you've had your piece and said your piece about something how they receive it is how they receive it but as long as you did your part makes a difference um and we going out this world too fast you know what i'm saying so many people who um have been leaving and so like you know the last thing you want to do is at either ask for forgiveness or you know, forgive somebody, you know, even if it's not today's face, like, you know, kind of speak that into the air. You you never know how it'll go or where it'll go. Um, but the most important thing is to do so. So nothing will be harboring on your behalf, on your part. Um, so the next bond, I mean, which is basically what we kind of already been talking about is the philia, philia, P-H-I-L-I-A, which is the friendship bond um and it's important to have a friendship bond because people always say like i don't need no friends or i don't need this or i don't need that but i really feel like as us being human beings in some way shape or form we need people not in the sense of like you can't live without somebody but in the sense of like you want to have that social interaction with people you want to have somebody that you can lean on somebody that you can vent to somebody that you can talk to um because to be alone in your thoughts 99.9% of the time is not healthy Mm -hmm. it's not healthy so um to have a friend and it don't have to be 50,000 friends like you can have like your solid circle that you deal with 
yeah so what is a friendship so like what's your definition of friendship my definition of friendship is a bond that cannot be shaken and the reason i say that being my definition is if it's something that's true and it's something that you really want to hold on to then you'll do everything in your power to make it work like everything like we said we keep referring back to everything has a form of a relationship if it's a friendship you're in a relationship you're married you're with family you have family that is a relationship so if you don't work on that or you don't show interest in that then it will fail if you didn't go to work and you were um, a construction worker or you are a um, work in a restaurant or whatever if you didn't go to that job that place will fail because it needs something to run it so it's the same thing for a friendship like somebody who's willing to work with you in that time um, and and go through different things in your life or in whatever span of time y'all are supposed to be with but me for me specifically i like long-term friendships i always have because Mm -hmm. i'm not trying to toss out everybody out of my life you know what i'm saying every five seconds so if we're gonna be long term we're gonna work on this together if we're not gonna be long term it was fun while the time went on what's your definition (laughs) i think my definition is a, a a a person or a people <laughs> that can um transition with you in different seasons so you can literally journey with these people and i think it's important as you go through different seasons of your life can they match not saying that we got to have the same season at the same time but can they match your mindset of like your trend like as you grow and you progress in life can they match that even when it's sidebars and there's like I might have a a, a a weird moment where I'm just like venting and I'm not I'm not really thinking clearly and I need people around me that that will check me. I do not like passive friendships. I think they literally make me cringe because it's like <laughs> why are, like why are you here? <laughs> like and I completely get it. Like some people are just you know they they're scared to like speak up and I think that I can't really, since I'm not that kind of person, even though I like nice people, I think it's in, it's one thing to be nice and then it's one thing to be, you know, just oblivious to what's going on. Like, I need friends. And co- when I think about covenant, I think about people that can actually check me. Like, if I'm doing something, they can actually be like, yo, you are so out of pocket right now. And I have the game, they have full permission to do that. I think that when i feel like a relationship isn't going into that realm i just feel like i can literally disconnect from it and it won't be so visible in my life it'll be like oh yeah it's just we're we're at different paces and i know like you know i yeah i just when i think of friendship i just think of somebody that can journey with me even in my my weak moments or my moments of like i'm just mad confused like i don't know where to go i don't know like I'm saying probably stuff out of pocket. I need somebody that's going to be like, yo, you clowning right now. Or you you not really yourself. Like, what's going on with you? Like, I don't need a bunch of, well, I felt like this. And I don't like, see, that's the one thing about our friendship is 
she doesn't go somewhere and be sitting somewhere for forever like well i just felt like this and like if she feel away she's gonna pick up the phone and say yo i feel away what's up like what's the problem or she's gonna pop up and say yo what's 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 the issue what what do we what are what are we going through right now <laughs> like what you got going on and i need people like that because people like that makes me better so then i'm able to transform and transfer that energy to be more creative in a different realm and in a different space. So I think that's important for me. It's somebody that can literally trans transition with you, like into with with you in different seasons of your life. So I know I said a mouthful, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, why are friendships important? I think I kind of answered that in a slim scale, like. Like I said, like, I think all relationships are important. And when I say relationships, I'm speaking in general because I think you need social interaction with people. I don't (laughs) think you're meant to be alone forever all the time. Like, even, even I think of senior citizens, like, if they're in a nursing home or, you know, they're in an assisted living place, like, they do, I worked at an assisted living place. They do different activities every single night. And then they'll go off into their places and then they'll come out in the morning. They'll have breakfast with other people like they're having an interaction and then they still have their time alone. Like, so I think for friendships, it's like so you won't feel so overwhelmed in whatever situation or area in your life that is happening your friends are those people that you can come in and be like, let's take a chill pill. Let's sit and let's talk. You know, let's relax. Let's go out. However your friendship works, I think that's why friendships are important. And like she said, for somebody to check you and correct you. like, um, And if you don't have that type of friendship in that capacity, maybe you need new friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Absolutely. maybe those aren't your friends. Maybe you need somebody... And if, or if you're the type of person that you feel like you can't be checked or nobody, and, and to be checked is not a negative thing. I'll say yeah. corrected. Okay. Because yeah. um, <laughs> checks sound bad, but to be corrected um, is not a bad thing. I want somebody to tell me if, you know, I'm, I'm not doing something right at that time. Will I receive it? That's one thing. But, you know, it'll kind of give me that light or that gateway from somebody else's perspective. Like, hey, like she said, like, hey, maybe that wasn't right. How you said that, how you did that, whatever. Um, and, And that makes a difference. Like, you know, you don't have to necessarily just say something. And your, and your approach. I'm always big on your approach. Yeah. How, you, how you talk to somebody, your tone, your delivery, your demeanor makes a difference Um, but even with that though some people are just gonna get offended like it's you could be so nice you could present it like with whole a whole presentation you're so positive you're so you're so reassuring and they just like if they want to go off the handle they will but at least you've released it you had the capacity to love somebody to say i'm at least tell you i'm at least have the conversation and i think we don't see that enough no, not at all. And I think that's why people get offended all the time because right. they don't see that enough. They don't want to talk about stuff. They don't want to communicate stuff. It's just like, I'm going to hold and harbor everything on the inside. And you can't do that. How are you going to grow? How are you going to change? How are you going to shift from that if you don't allow nobody to 
correct you, to tell you, hey, that wasn't right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand. Or even if you were in the right, but your tone was wrong or your delivery was wrong. Like, all of those things make a difference because if you are being yelled at, you're either going to, one, feel intimidated or feel fearful or you're going to, two, you're going to attack. You're going to go the, on the defensive and because you're feeling some type of way towards it or whatever. But I feel like people that are constantly offended are people that don't check themselves, people that don't look at themselves and reflect on themselves. Mm-hmm. Like if you're constantly offended at every little thing that somebody's always saying, especially in a friendship, like, and then that in turn will make that quote-unquote friend be like, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't say nothing to them no more or you know maybe I shouldn't you know do this or maybe I shouldn't do that you should never be in a space with your friends to where you can't talk about something Mm -hmm. like what kind of friendship is that (laughs) like how are y'all gonna be honest and upfront with each other if y'all can't communicate with each other um and you know who I just can't fathom in my mind why would you want somebody around you that can't talk to you or that you know or or you feel like it's okay if nobody talking because i feel like this if they're not talking to you they're talking about you and Mm -hmm. that's just my that's my perspective of things like you know if they feel like they can't communicate with you or you know they're they're trying to tell you something and you constantly snapping on them or getting offended then they're talking about you i mean i don't know for sure i don't talk to all seven billion eight billion people in the world (laughs) but that's just kind of where i'm at with that like um if, if, if you know somebody has an attitude no problem and um you know you they tr- you try to say something to that person and they snap on you about having an attitude having an attitude <laughs> um, it's like okay well whomever is in this circle of friends they probably like you know i don't want to talk to her or deal with her or talk to him yeah. and deal with him so i'm just gonna talk to you and then like you know there's there's a tension in the air there's a there's a, a disconnect in the air because they feel like they can't talk to you about you yeah. <laughs> and i think sue Sometimes you do do that and you're venting and it helps you to funnel your thoughts and your approach. Maybe your approach is wrong. So you're getting new feedback. Mm-hmm. So I think feedback is important. Um, and then making sure that you're if you have a sister circle or you have a friend circle, making sure your friend circle is always taking you back to that person. Like, yo, that could be true. But <laughs> have that communication with that particular person yeah um i think that's key so how do you feel about seasonal versus how do you know if something seasonal versus it's a lifetime and i think we touched on that is it's all about well no we didn't (laughs) we actually didn't touch on that (laughs) um maybe not today but i think we said like a little bit in a couple other episodes but um I think that really goes based off of, like, the flow, like we were talking about mm-hmm. earlier. Like, you know, um, I can't really say that you could look at somebody and be like, oh, yeah, I ain't going to be their friend in a couple of weeks <laughs> or a couple of months or something. Um, um, but I really think, like she said, like, are, are you going to grow with me? How how are we going to um, work out this journey together? How are we going to go through this process together? And if I'm constantly elevating, 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 and then you're just like stagnant or going down, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, 
do I still affiliate or associate with you? Because how are you helping me? Maybe we're just not in the same place anymore. Maybe I did start off on a low and you want me to stay there and I don't want to stay there. I'm discovering this new change and growth within myself. So it's been fun, you know, like, but we got to kind of cut that off because I think a lot of people want to keep around their friends that they've had for years. Like, oh, this is my homeboy. This is my homegirl. We didn't know each other since first grade. Okay, right. cool. Juice back love. <laughs> That's fine <laughs> and dandy, but what are they doing for you? How are mm-hmm. they helping you? Are they advancing with you? Are y'all trying to have businesses together? Are y'all going, you know, taking trips together? And even in that, like, okay, you can take a, a thousand pictures and a thousand road trips. Okay, but what, what comes of it? Y'all done took a road trip. Great. Now what? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, what 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 is the substance in this in this relationship in this friendship yeah um the core it it is the core and i think it's 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 just integrity integrity i think the um just can you be can you hold account accountable can you mm-hmm. hold me accountable mm-hmm. and i think a lot of people throw this word out this loyalty word and i kind of oh, i'm almost kind of disgusted with it cuz it's like <laughs> I know I want you to be loyal to, loyal to the cause in the sense of like by any means if this relationship is not conducive I don't have to be loyal to anything I think mm-hmm. I'm loyal to my peace loyal mm-hmm. loyal to my 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 growth and where I'm going my purpose in life I think that people be loyal to the wrong thing and loyalty yes. can a lot of times in a lot of cases can get you killed because you loyal and pay attention to character how people move how mm-hmm. people move um when you're not there mm-hmm. how people move and then they act like you don't know that they're moving a certain way <laughs> it's like okay mm-hmm. i'm i'm asking you if i'm asking you a question i really already know the answer to it so it's like at least give me that yeah you know give me that real conversation and i think that not granted you know everybody falls short and it can be some ups and downs. Nobody just walk off the face of the earth and just perfect at friendship. It's just not realistic. You're going to have to make some mistakes to know like, oh, I could be better in this area. Mm-hmm. But I think the core is just what we've been talking about. Are we, can we flow in our next, in our new together? Mm-hmm. So I think that's seasonal. You just, I think it's all about you and your mindset and where you are in life. Where is your road map to you? And how do you feel like that friendship or those friendships can be conducive to your new? And when when we say seasonal versus lifetime, you can have a seasonal friend um, that it it could be a small amount of time or a Mm -hmm. long amount of time. And they can be seasonal. You can have a lifetime friend that y'all probably just met, what, a couple of years ago, a couple of weeks. You just really don't know. Mm-hmm. It's really based on how everything flows between the two of y'all. Um, having that those conversations. What would you do in this scenario? What would you do in that scenario? You know, and then when the situation may or may not show up, it's like you, like she said, you pay attention to how they interact with you and what they do, how how they react to the situation. Um, and that, to me, plays a part. I have had four best friends in my lifetime, and, you know, I loved them. I was grateful to them in that time frame, but I think a part of me knew at that time based off of how I would be and how I acted and how they were that they were seasonal people I was just 
the type of person to hold on to people because I had like detachment issues for various reasons. But like when me and her came across paths, I didn't even look at it or seen it as like, oh, this is going to be a lifetime person. Yeah. Because it was just so much in between us that was kind of causing us us to bump heads at first. I I don't think neither one of us really like, (laughs) I don't want to say we didn't like each other, but it wasn't like that. It wasn't like. We, when we met each other, we were so... It was like, oh, my God. Like, it was not that. I had yeah. my own set of friends. I wanted to be what I wanted to do. And I think it just happened organically, which yeah. is what I prefer in every friendship. Yes. I never like to force relationships with anybody. I never... But I am... And I think we just match each other's energy. Because she's passionate about something. I know I'm passionate about something. And it's like, we could go into like, no, no, no. But it was just like we always came together because I respected that this is what you see is what you get. Mm -hmm. So I think that we just, we were able to just be ourselves in a space. And I think that's important. Just be yourself at a space and and to give yourself room to grow and to evolve. Because I think even with our friendship, we still have to do Mm check-ins. We still have to do... You know, like I always say, like what I liked when I was in high school, I'm 31 now. So it's friendship looks different to me. Mm-hmm. Like it transforms too. And I think that you have to put the work in. And if you know you what you see as seasonal and what you see as lifetime, I think, are you willing to put the work in? Are you willing to make that help that relationship grow and push that relationship to grow because if you don't feel that passionate about it it's probably a seasonal thing which is fine know how to move gracefully gracefully on um so i think that's important sometimes it's hard to move on like Mm -hmm. when you've been so used to having you know certain people in your life like it's sometimes it's really really hard um like i said like I've had four, you know, female best friends. You know, she she would make my fourth, but you know, um, like I never would have looked back and thought like, dang, I'm not friends with the other three that I, you know, I was friends. Like we're cordial, we talk from time to time, but these are people that I thought would be lifetime people. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it's just, you know, it's hard, like because when you get so accustomed to being around somebody and hanging with somebody and talking to somebody and venting to somebody to like not have that it almost is like an emptiness or you know a void somewhat because it's like dang like you know I didn't spend all this time opening up to you and being vulnerable to you and I could truly say honestly without even like talking to these people on the level that I used to like I feel like they always will have that confidentiality with me and vice versa like I feel like if I could pick up the phone now and talk to them like I trust and believe that you know there were there's no ill feelings to where you know anything that we've ever discussed that you know they've made me out to be a bad person or anything like that and vice versa like I still have love for people even when, you know, they're not necessarily in my life or meant to be in my life anymore. So, um, it's it's just a, a weird dynamic when you don't have people in your life that you thought were going to be lifetime. But mm-hmm. you get accustomed to it when you have people that, you know, come along and are lifetime people. I think that makes a difference. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> 
Frenemies versus real and genuine friends. What is a frenemy? Oh, Lord. <laughs> I, I, I know you didn't wrote this. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people, you know, I've heard this word on several different occasions. I've said this word on several different occasions. <laughs> um, but I truly believe, like, a frenemy is somebody who just, like, has a sort of in, uh, envy or jealousy towards you. Um, they want to be you. They don't understand why, or they might not understand why they want to be like you, but there's something within you specifically as a person, be it your spirit, your aura, your energy, your vibe, whatever. They want that. And because they don't have that, they find everything in their power to you know it might not necessarily be in your face it might be in your face they may say little slick stuff to you and you just you know joke about it like or blow it off but that's their true or real intentions about how they feel about you you know um so to me a friend of me is somebody that's jealous or envious of you that wants to be like you they they want whatever it is that you have be it materialistic be it like i said spiritually you know whatever the case may be even though i always say and feel like you can get to wherever level or whatever level that i'm on you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like if you hustle and you put that work in which people don't want to do you know you can get to wherever level you know but you know, I'm going to be genuinely who I'm going to be. You can't be me and I can't be you. We're two right. different in- individuals. You know what I'm saying? So you you will never obtain or be who I am because I am who I am. You know? You're right. So what do you think a friend or what do you consider a friend, a friend of me to be? A friend of me is somebody that you call your friend, but they drain the life out of you. I think mm. that um, you'll know the difference. Um when you get off the phone with them, when you're around them, do you feel like, do you feel like your purpose is being manifested? Like, I know I've had so many friends where I got off the phone with them or I was having conversations. And I'm like, what did we talk about? Like, <laughs> what do we, like, what was the point of all of that? Like, we talked a lot, but what, what did we say? I think when I'm in my creative space and when I get off the phone with you or am I in my in your presence and I feel like I'm just cre- I can create I could I could just man reach for the stars that's how I I know like okay you could be you could be a real a real genuine person um but yeah that's usually how I know how drained I am if I'm drained or if I feel like I'm just working way too hard to secure a friendship or to keep a friendship I'm like it's one thing to work, but then it's another thing to toil. And I think um, if I feel like I'm toiling or if I feel drained, I'm kind of like, I'm a fade. I'm a fade out. So. And a real and genuine friend to me is somebody is, is going to make sacrifices for you and mm. not be looking for a handout or something in return all the time. And just there for you in all of your seasons and vice versa Mm -hmm. like you know i have friends who have endured things who are enduring things and by any means necessary like i can only pour into you so much but i want to be you know that friend like now granted you know will will other persons or people say oh yeah she was a real genuine friend like you know you have your own definition of who i am to you but Mm -hmm. i feel like i've always been a genuine friend to the best of my you know ability with people and 
you know, if I've, you know, done somebody wrong, it was never with intent, you know, like, mm-hmm. I'm just not a malicious person. Like, I don't, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't be out here trying to just cause any ruckus or anything like that. Um, I truly care for people because I, I think being an empathetic person, that plays a part too, but I just truly care for people. I don't like to see people hurt. I don't like to see people sad, struggling, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, so I think the genuineness is not only heartfelt, but it's just you wanting to see other people win Mm -hmm. and be successful. Yeah. I would agree. Um, but that's that's gonna be the wrap up of you know the types of love we talked about the the two types of love and um, it's your girl K and it's your girl Tash and we'll be talking to you soon. Bye.